America quits doing any fact checks on Joe Biden until they fact check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous that the New York Times fact checked Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. And every day, over and over and over again. And it's just ridiculous that the New York Times is doing a fact check on, on Biden while they let Trump, while they're numb. It's a mental illness. I'm telling you, liberal liberalism is a mental illness. Claire McCaskill just losing her ever-loving mind because the New York Post had the quote-unquote audacity to fact-check Joe Biden when Donald Trump vomits lies every day. These guys are unhinged. Welcome. Welcome to the Paranormal Patriot. I am your host, been doing it for what is it 12 years now over 12 years man my name is Tom Velasquez I have been your host and continue to be the host of this show that you have made extremely popular thank you very much but today's show I I, there's so much to talk about it seems like every week I want to go into just doing a paranormal show and then there's stupid things that are happening around the country and around the world that are going to affect us that you might not know about it might be under the radar and even if you know about it let's get another perspective on it because this this world is crazy right now but before i start the show i want to get into my rant last week which i figured it would it drew a lot of criticism from a lot of my listeners which listen guys i'm learning more every more and more every week about how many of the Democrats, the liberals, the socialists, the progressives, the Marxists that listen to this show. First off, thank you. At least you're looking for another opinion. Now, it seems like all you're doing is listening to generate hate toward me, but that's fine. I know it comes with the territory. I'm a big boy. I can take it. But yeah, lots and lots of emails and none of them coherent. I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, I was called everything but a fatherless child by these by these liberals, these loving, kind-hearted liberals. I mean, and, and the usual suspects didn't respond, which is good. I mean, maybe, maybe they realized something, or maybe they just said, screw it, I'm not listening anymore. I don't know. I don't care. I'm done caring right now. You know, I, again, called every name in the book, a Nazi, a white supremacist, a Trumper, a MAGA, an expatriate you call yourself a patriot and you're loving donald trump hells yeah i am because if you're considering yourself a patriot and you like what's going on in this country it's an oxymoron you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth and that was the thing these people would come at me and i i answered every single one of them every last single email that i got and i've probably received about 60 emails over the last week none of them 
preaching good thoughts about me. I've had people wish me dead. I mean, it's if my words bother you that much, don't listen to the show. It's as simple as that. Because I know I have paranormal in the title, and I try to do some paranormal whenever I can. But listen, right now, my life and my family's well-being and the country and the world's well-being is more important than whether ghosts exist or Bigfoot sighting or UFOs. Well, maybe UFOs can save us. I don't know. But it was ridiculous. And every single one of these people that I responded to, I asked them the same question. Tell me what is better under Biden than it was under Trump. Do you like open borders? Do you like 10 million illegal immigrants, which is more than the population of 40 states? You heard me correctly. The number of immigrants that arrived under Joe Biden and the Democrats watch is equal or more than 40 states populations and it's rising. This is ridiculous. Do you like inflation? Do you like gas prices? I just went to the store with my son. I didn't even get a quarter of a basket of things, and it was $142. And my son looked at me, he's like, what? And I said, yeah, welcome to Joe Biden's economy. Welcome to Joe Biden's America. This is what you get when you vote Democrat. You get inflation. You get high taxes because all they want to do is tax and spend, tax and spend. They want to they want to print more money, therefore increasing inflation. Where the Republicans, libertarians, we'll just call them non-democrats, they want to be fiscally fiscally conservative. Just like you and I should be in our homes. I mean, listen, if you're in your home, if you're if you're doing a budget for your family, and you don't have enough money, you can't just go print more money to pay your bills. You've got to cut. You've got to cut the, cut the streaming services. You've got to cut going out to eat every day. You've got to cut your smokes. I don't know. Whatever you indulge in, you have to cut back. Here's the problem. The government doesn't have to do that because they say, well, we no longer have gold that backs the dollar. We have the faith and credit of the United States government that backs its currency. If that doesn't scare you, I don't know what does. Because the faith and the credit of the United States government, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, is shit. Aside from the creation of the Federal Reserve, the worst thing that we did to our currency is get off the gold standard. We are no longer backed by gold. I mean, in other words, if we don't have the money, if we don't have the gold, we, don't, we can't print money. Now, well, we have the faith and credit of the United States government. We can just print off as much money as we want, which is what Biden has been doing. And therefore, inflation has been skyrocketing. And you can sit there and all these liberals are telling me, well, inflation has gone down. Down from what? The 9% that it was at? I mean, literally, listen to yourselves talk, Democrats. You want to sit there. When Joe Biden took office, I believe inflation was right around the one and a half, two percent area. Well, now inflation's at, I think, three and a half, four percent. And they're, they're just saying, hey, look at how much it's gone down from what it was. Are, are you kidding me? That's like saying you gained 400 pounds. You lost 100. You're doing well. No, you're still overweight. And like I should be talking, but anyway, you're still overweight. You're not doing anything to help the problem. 
And the Democrats just just recently the inflation rate skyrocketed again. It was an unexpected rise in inflation. And the Democrats are going off their ever-loving rocker. Well, this is Trump's problem. This is all because of Trump. No, you can't blame anything on Trump anymore. He's been out of office for three to four years, almost four years he's been out of office. This is on you, Democrats. Everything that is happening in this country is your fault. Let's talk. Let's talk about real quickly this this invasion, because this is an invasion that we are that we are witnessing. We have the Democrats actively letting enemy combatants into our country. And you can say, well, how do you know there's military men? I don't I don't care. You're an idiot if you don't think there are people who have bad intentions coming across the border that are of military age that were paid for to come here by a foreign adversary. But let's look at the Georgia medical student that was just killed by an illegal immigrant. Lakin Riley, I want to announce her name. Lakin Riley. You don't see the media. You don't see the coverage of her like you did George Floyd, who was a criminal, who died because he was on drugs at the time of his arrest, but he is a hero among the Democrats. You don't see Joe Biden talking about Lakin like he did George Floyd. You don't see protests for Lakin because of an illegal immigrant coming over in 2022. 2022, he came in through El Paso, Texas, during Joe Biden's regime. He went ahead and killed her. Where is the outrage? Where are the tributes? Where is Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff? Where are they? Why aren't they wearing, I don't know, medical garb because she was a medical student, kneeling, kneeling in protest to this killing like they did for the photo op for George Floyd? Where are the murals of Lake and Riley? There are none. Why? Because she was a white woman killed by an illegal immigrant that came to this country under Joe Biden and the Democrats' watch. Here are the facts. Again, he came through El El Paso illegally in 2022. He was apprehended and then released, which is what Joe Biden's regime does. He was then arrested in Queens on September 14th of 2023 for injury to a child in having no driver's license. The suspect and his brother were then arrested and cited in athens Clark County on 10-27, October 27th of 2023 for shoplifting. The suspect had an outstanding bench warrant in athens Clark County as of December 20th, 2023 for failure to appear in court on the shoplifting charges. Now, yesterday, the suspect's brother was charged by federal authorities for possessing a fraudulent green card. He was arrested in athens Clark County on September 25th, 2025. This is the suspect's brother for a DUI driving without a license, speeding, open container, and failed to yield to an emergency vehicle. He was again arrested in December. The question is, who's at fault for this tragedy? Who is at fault for this senseless murder? Joe Biden and the federal government. The federal government. Joe Biden and the Democrats. This isn't, in, in, uh, let me rephrase that. 
Joe Biden and the Democrats and a large portion of the Republicans, their open border policies and active efforts to prevent states from securing their borders have resulted in upwards of 10 million illegal immigrants flowing into the country over the last three years, including the suspect in this case, who was then detained and released by federal authorities. The Athens-Clark government, they passed a resolution in 2019 stating that all people, including those without documentation, feel welcome and comfortable interacting with law enforcement, their local government, and all services provided as such. They said that undocumented neighbors, especially those in Latinx, still don't know what Latinx is, a Latinx heritage, face daily fears and threats from individuals and institutions such as ICE. In other words, these people are in fear because they've broke the law and the authorities may be coming after them. They should be in fear. If I break the law and I run from the law, I should be fearful every time I see an authority, a law enforcement officer or somebody of authority. That's how it works. You break the law, you face the punishment. Or if you get away with it, you, you're on the run. But the problem is in this day and age in America, and you could say it anywhere, if you're listening overseas, and I know I've got a large overseas contingent of listeners, look at your situation, look at your country, look at where you live. Even if these illegal immigrants get caught, what are they doing to them? Nothing. They're doing nothing because that would be harmful. But meanwhile, January 6th protesters who were walking between the velvet ropes in the Capitol, being led and guided on a tour by the Capitol, Capitol Police, they're in jail. Tell me that the justice system in America and around the world, and in your country, tell me that this is right, that this is fair, that this is the way it should be. You broke the law. And now a young woman with the future ahead of her, a bright future, is now dead. Her family and friends grieving. Who's got blood on their hands? In my opinion, it's Joe Biden. And my biggest issue is Joe Biden hasn't mentioned one word about this. Not one. But he was so quick. This administration and the Democrats in general were so quick to jump on the George Floyd. I'm not even going to call it tragedy. The guy was a thug. The guy was a criminal. The guy was hopped up on drugs when he was arrested and died. It was the medical report said he didn't die because of the officer. He died because of the drugs in his system. Yeah, maybe him getting caught increased his heart rate and maybe brought on a cardiac arrest. I don't know. But it has been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that Officer Chauvin did not kill George Floyd. But that has been swept under the rug. We have murals. We have statues of George Floyd in black communities because he's a hero. He's a martyr. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a criminal. Some may say he got what he deserved. I don't know if that's the case. I don't want to see anybody die. Maybe George Floyd could have lived through that arrest, turned his life around and become a good person. I don't know. I don't like to see anybody die unless they're really, really horrible. 
Jeffrey Dahmer, that's a different situation. He ate people. I mean, Je- Matt, or uh, what was his name? Matt Latunsky killed a guy in my near my hometown and was eating his testicles. And he, these are monsters. These people, the world is better off without them. Hitler, yes, I will. Hey, Democrats, I'm calling Hitler out. Yes, he was a monster. I'm not a Hitler. Good Lord. Tired of being called Hitler. But kind of a badge of honor. I, I figure if I'm being called Hitler, I'm doing something right because I'm pissing off the people that are going to be on the wrong side of history. But I kind of got off track here. I just I wanted to tell you that of these roughly 60 emails I received from these people were calling me hateful things, asking me how I could possibly support Donald Trump. I simply asked them, give me a reason why I should support Joe Biden. What has he done? And I reiterated what I said last last show. Do you like open borders? Do you like inflation? Do you like World War III? 90% of the people never responded. And the ones that did, the only thing they came back with, yep, you're a Nazi. You're a Nazi if you support Trump. Nobody answered the question because they know. Most Democrats know. And if you don't know, you are beyond you are beyond help at this point. If you can't see, if you can't see the pain and the anguish that the Democrat Party has brought upon America at this point in your life. Listen, most of the people that are listening to this show are considered adults mature. You should have a mind. You should have a brain that is able to dictate and tell you, yeah, that's messed up. That's not right. Whatever's going on in this country is heading in the wrong direction. If you look at what's going on in this country right now and are smiling, thinking, yes, this is a good thing. There's no hope for you. And to you Democrats listening to this show, if you're still listening, you're lost. You literally do what John Fetterman did. Go check yourself into a mental institution and get right. John Fetterman proved to me that liberalism, it is a mental disorder. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more, more of the crap going on around the planet today. A lot of stuff to talk about, and I don't think I have enough time in the day to get through it all, so I'll do my best, but you are listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. Sit back, relax, open that mind. I'll be right back. Crystals in our eyes Making everyone blind Hey everybody, Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot. Thank you for joining me this week, but... I have a favor to ask of you, and I've been asking you every week, and nobody's responded. Maybe you don't care. I don't know. I'm just going to continue to do it. If you have an event, if you have music, if you have a paranormal society, a paranormal group, a political action group, if you have a podcast, if you just want to hear your voice on a podcast that will reach thousands of people a week, why not go to the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com and send me an audio clip 
to promote yourself, and I will do it for free. It's my way of saying thank you for listening to the Paranormal Patriot. If you don't have any of that, but you know somebody that does, tell them, hey, go to the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com, send them a 30 second to one minute audio clip of what you're promoting, and he will promote it for free in thousands and thousands of people every week. Multiple thousands every month are going to hear what you have to promote for free. Where else are you going to get that? You're only going to get it at the Paranormal Patriot, but you only can get it if you go to the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. Okay, there is so much going on in the world today that I don't even know where to begin. Let's start. Let's start with climate change. We all know that this is a facade, that this is not the man-made disaster that the left is trying to propel and trying to, to just push down our throats. It's not. I've told you before that the sun is the major component in our climate. Now, add to the fact that the sun's poles are getting ready to, to flip this planet's poles are getting ready to flip. I mean, you can tell me, and I've had people say, Tom, the poles aren't going to flip. You're an idiot if you think so. Well, guess I'm an idiot because I'm thinking so. There is irrefutable proof that the pole, the magnetic north pole, is moving. It has been moving. It is way off of where the north pole is, to the, to the point that a lot of GPS units have to adjust for the fact that Magnetic North is no longer Magnetic North. There were GPS units that you would, if you wanted to go to Tampa, if you followed a compass, you would be way off course. And now, now we see that the ocean, the system that moves heat throughout the ocean, it's getting closer to collapse, and that could cause weather chaos. Oh, really? Wait a minute. Are, are we to blame for this? Is this our doing? This is from, let's see, this is WLIX 10. It's basically an ABC channel. So ABC, we'll say. It's AP, actually AP. An abrupt shutdown of, of Atlantic Ocean currents that could put large parts of Europe in a deep freeze is looking a bit more likely and closer than before, the new complex computer simulation finds a cliff-like tipping point looming in the future. This is a long, worried nightmare scenario triggered by Greenland's ice sheet melting, here it is everybody, from global warming. Still, is at least a decade away, is not, if not longer, but maybe not the centuries that it once seemed. That is from a study from Science Advances that they found. So basically, a collapse of the current, which is called the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, or AMOC, 
would change weather world worldwide because it means a shutdown of one of the key climate and ocean forces forces of the planet. It would plunge northwestern European temperatures by 9 to 27 degrees, which is 5 to 15 degrees Celsius over the next decade. Extend Arctic ice much further south, turn up the heat even more in the southern hemisphere, change global rainfall patterns, and disrupt the Amazon. So, again... I asked, where, where, how are we? To, how are we the cause of this? Well, it's because of global warming, which you know the left says is man-made, which is a complete facade. There are more and more scientists coming out claiming that that exact same same thing. Global warming, global climate change, climate change. Because it was remember in the seventies they said an ice age is imminent. Then when the ice age didn't happen, then it was global warming is imminent, that the ice caps were going to melt and all the coastal cities, Florida would be underwater by now. Meanwhile, all these Democrat and Republican lawmakers are buying houses right on the coast. If that, I mean, let's look at Barack Obama. He left office, bought a huge mansion right on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. I, I thought the, the coastlands were going to be underwater, Barack. Oh, 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 okay, they're not. Okay, so basically they know that what they're telling us is a joke. Taylor Swift, love her music, good music, don't like her views. She sits there and is preaching, preaching to us about climate change and how we are, that we are destroying the climate. But meanwhile, she sends a, a private jet to pick up her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, to fly him to her concert which exudes four tons of carbon emissions, which is more than I think I will ever put out in my lifetime. This is a joke. They don't care. They just want to put on a front. Taylor Swift makes a living. She has made multi, multi, multi million dollars writing songs about the bad choices in men she has, she has chosen. And then goes on and endorses Joe Biden. Well, that would tell me whatever Taylor Swift is, whoever Taylor Swift is endorsing, I'm going the other way. Because she has made a living telling the world that she has made bad choices in men. Joe Biden included. So now the ocean is changing. Europe, you're going into a deep freeze and you can thank us, apparently. Even though there's no proof, there's actually proof claiming or showing that we are not responsible for this. We are, as I said millions of times before, it is the epitome of the pompousness of mankind to think that we can change the planet just by driving cars, just by using the oil, the, the natural gas that the planet produces. We're, we're horrible people to use that. Why can we not use electric cars? Why? Well, have you ever seen what it takes to make the batteries, these huge batteries that cost thousands and thousands of dollars that we have no idea how to dispose of? Have you seen what it takes to build one of those? The precious metals that it takes. They strip mine the planet where oil has a pipeline that is... You know what? It's a big tube going through the wildlife that a lot of times deer and wildlife 
they nest there. They have their offspring there because it is warmer there. It is not going to say good for the environment, but it's a hell of a lot better than these strip minings that just strip everything off the planet, big a, dig a big asshole, and then leave it when, when their job is done. Let's be honest. If combustible engine, if, if gasoline combustible engines were never a thing, and we were all driving electric cars, and then somebody came out with the gasoline combustible engine that you could fill up in one-tenth of the time it took to charge a battery, that regardless how long the vehicle sat, regardless of how cold it got, it never lost its mileage capabilities. It was, if you got 34 miles a gallon on a, on a, on a, gasoline combustible engine you wouldn't have to worry about it being 10 degrees out and you go from 100 miles down to 50 miles per per charge it would revolutionize people would be buying these and 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 the thing is these gasoline combustible engines these gasoline combustible cars would be half the price of these electric vehicles and you could do something with them after they were after they ran their course, when they were no longer drivable, you could scrap them. You wouldn't have to worry about where to bury the batteries, that the batteries are going to leak, that they're going to harm the environment. It would be a renaissance. That's what we're up against. These electric vehicles, look at Mercedes-Benz just dropped. They said, no, we're not doing this electric vehicle thing. They realize it's not sustainable. It doesn't work. We don't have the infrastructure for this as of yet. As I've stated many times, if we had the grid, if we had the infrastructure for green energy where we don't have to use fossil fuels, fine. I would love to be able to drive an electric car. Listen, electric cars are fun to drive. There is instant torque. The problem is, if I want to take my family down to Florida and I want to drive them, I got to take a two-week trip. Because it's going to take three to four days to get down there because I'm getting maybe two to three hundred miles per charge. But the problem is it's going to take four to eight, maybe ten to twelve hours, depending on the charger, to charge that vehicle fully to drive another two to three hundred miles. I mean, listen, Florida for me in Michigan is about a thousand miles away, if not more. So we're talking four to five days Just to drive down there where I can drive in 24 hours. In 24 hours, I can get to to Florida. I can still get a week's vacation and still spend five days down there. That is why electric vehicles are not going to work right now. Anywhere on this planet, we don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the grid. We don't have the, the capability of charging all these vehicles. Because listen, after work every day, like in Michigan, every day after work, you are going to have a huge drain wherever you are, be it New Zealand, England, Canada, Texas, wherever you are. When you get home from work, you get home from work approximately the same time most other people get home from work. And they're going to charge their cars. And how do you think that's going to affect the grid? It's going to destroy the grid. We don't have it right now. Right now in America, our grid needs updating beyond the worst way. It's just not ready for it, but they're going to push it. But Mercedes-Benz, Ford, you know, GM is just, 
I I'm, I was a GM guy, man. I my dad was a service manager at multiple GM dealerships. My brother was a service manager at a GM dealership. I'm a service manager, but when it came time to buy a vehicle, I couldn't go with GM. A because they have so many problems now. I needed a truck, and their trucks have huge transmission concerns. I had to go with a Ram. In every vehicle, I get it. Every vehicle you buy is going to have its inherent problems. I get that. But I'm going to go with the one that I found that has the least problems and deal with that. I never thought I would lease, but I had the lease because I don't want to own this thing past the warranty because I know I'm going to have to pay hand over foot to get this thing replaced. You buy a Ford, Fords are Oh my God, listen, I, I work in the car industry. I repair vehicles. Fords are ridiculous. You buy a 3.5 twin turbo Ford, you better, you better start saving for turbos right now. GM, you better start saving for transmissions. I mean, the quality of I, these vehicles are, are built to the lowest bidder. That's how it works. And GM is still pushing these electric cars and they're gonna they're gonna pay for it they really are all right um let's move on oh hey joe biden 81 years old says the key to his marriage is good sex first off ew that's gross and secondly the question wasn't how do you screw the country how do you make america great again you don't screw the country over joe they weren't talking about the country they were talking about your marriage i I'm not going to talk about your personal life outside behind closed doors in your bedroom, but you're screwing the country. It's as simple as that. All right. That's all I got to say about that because I don't want to dig into that anymore. That's the last thing I want to think of. But hey, did you know the Walton family of Walmart? They just sold $4.5 billion worth of Walmart. Each sibling, Jim, Alice, and Rob, sold $1.5 billion. The trades were reported after market closed on Friday. That's most likely, most likely to avoid media coverage. Why do you think that is? What's going on? What's going on at Walmart? What do they know that we don't know? That should be a red flag. What do you think about that? Send me your, your comments, what your thoughts are. To the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Why did the Waltons send four or spend or sell? I'm sorry. Why did the Waltons sell $4.5 billion worth of stock? Uh, it, you can't tell me the com- company's going under. The company is constantly expanding, except if you're in a Democrat run city where they're tired of getting looted. But why do you think? Why do you think they're selling their stocks? What do they know that we don't know? Contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com and let me know. All right, let's see what else. Oh, hey, I got another one in the stack. Democrats in Illinois, and this is at rep Stava underscore Murray, introduced House Bill 4876. And this bill would classify parents as child abusers if they don't get their kids gender affirming care, which is a.k.a. puberty block blockers and sex change surgery they will use this to take kids away from their parents to transition them um how do you respond to that what is going on in this world you're going to take away kids from their parents because it was born a boy 
but the government thinks it wants to be a girl. And you deny your child gender affirmation and sex change surgery. You're a child abuser. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the world that we live in today. And if you don't think that this is an ongoing issue, let's look at an Indiana couple. A Catholic Indiana couple has to appeal to the Supreme Court after their child was taken from them after they they refused to refer to him as his preferred pronouns. What other words can you use but utter insanity? In 2021, the Indiana Department of Child Services investigated parents Mary and Jeremy Clark and later took their son after they refused to refer to him as a girl, even though he was born a male. He was placed in a home that affirmed his gender identity. The parents have reportedly filed a petition to the Supreme Court asking for their case to be heard. I need you to hear their story because if you think that this can't happen to you, you are severely mistaken. Listen to this Indiana couple's story. It's heartbreaking. 2021, we unfortunately had to become reluctant warriors when our child was removed from our home after DCS became involved in our family life. When our son was removed, it was like someone pulled the rug out from underneath us. Um, as a father, I believe one of my main goals is to keep my children safe. And I can't do that when yep. the state comes into our house and takes our kid because we can't, in good conscience, affirm his transgender ideology. His disappearance made a, a huge hole in our hearts and our family, but we will always love him and pray for him. Our child was out of our home for 17, 18 months altogether, ultimately aging out of the foster care system. We were able to visit with him at his discretion, basically for about two to three hours each week. So we pushed constantly for additional engagement, attended family therapies. We were never able to have an agreement for additional time with him. So as a mom, having limited access to your children children, not just their first teachers, but basically their first loves. And to miss out on that during such formative time in his life, we'll never get that time back. We didn't pursue an affirmational approach with our child because first, as Christians, we believe God created us as male and female. And as parents, it's our job to help our children to reach their 
full potential. And the only way we feel to do that is to raise our children through our Christian beliefs. Secondly, we didn't go with the affirmational approach because we did a lot of research on this subject. There's, there are many different approaches. We spoke to multiple mental health care providers and ultimately decided that affirmation was not going to help our child. In our experience, this is not an isolated incident. There are a number of families here in Indiana experiencing the same issues that we've gone through. The mental health support services that we experienced were very much following an agenda towards affirmation only, which for our family was not going to resolve our child's issues. We are speaking out about this case now because parental rights need to be protected in Indiana. Our family should have never had to go through this. We don't want any other family in Indiana to go through it either. So Indiana, which is predominantly a Republican-led state, which has a moral compass, is now taking, and these parents aren't the only ones, they're taking their children away from them and putting them into a gender-affirming family that can brainwash them even more. This is our America. This is our planet today. The government. You know what? I'm not even going to talk about the rest of the planet. I'm going to talk about America right now. Right now, our government has way too much power. CPS, which is Child Protective Services here in Michigan, and I think they they called it DPS or DCS, Department of Child Services in Indiana. It's crazy how easy it is to have your child taken out of your house. We had a friend of ours who, him and his wife divorced, and the kids would come over every other weekend to his house, and when he when he would get his kids, he would be like, listen, clean your room. Your room is a mess. And he got on his daughter pretty hard, yelling at her, saying, clean your room, which is what a father should do. Teach your kids some responsibility. She called Child Protective Services on him, and they threatened to remove his visitation rights for the simple fact that he had the nerve to tell his kid to clean his room. There is way too much control, way too much power out of our government into our lives. They want to be able to raise our kids for us. This is the Democrats. This is the majority of Republicans. This is our government. It isn't a left and right thing. This is our government. The government wants to control our kids. They want to indoctrinate our kids. I refuse to let it happen. Yes, my kids went to public schools. I was able to save both of my sons from the from the indoctrination. My daughter, she was indoctrinated until COVID hit and she didn't go to school. They had virtual school. She was a senior in 2020. And it took her two months to realize, wait a minute, this is wrong. 
You get these kids out of that element. You, you raise your kids. You teach your kids right and wrong. Be a part of your kid's life. Know what they're being taught in school. I guarantee you, if you knew everything about what your kids are being taught in school, if you side right, Republican, Libertarian, Conservative, whatever you want to call it, you are going to be appalled. The majority of school boards in this country are left-leaning. That's why I continually say it starts at a local level. If we get rational, like-minded people who are thinking of what's best for our kids, not what's best for themselves, not what's best in their beliefs, Get those people on the boards. What's best? What is going to make this child excel and be successful in life? Not what what do I want to expound on this child? What do I want to indoctrinate this child and my beliefs for? Once we get to that point, that's where it starts. It's, it, it's a grassroots effort. We start locally and we move to the state and then the federal. You go local. When you get your local government out of your life and just governing for what's best for your community, that's where the start is. And then you move to the state level. You you get the state to start thinking about what's best for my constituents. Go to town halls because most of the representatives and congressmen and women in your state, my state, your region of the world, whatever you want to call it, they never, ever talk about what do, what do my constituents want? They want your vote. That's what they want. And once they get that vote, it's all party line. And that goes right and left. Now, I'll be honest with you. Again, Danielle, I, you, you're, you're swaying me. I'm going more libertarian as I am Republican, because the Republicans are feckless. They don't have a backbone. They don't have a spine. You know, they'll, they'll sit there and they'll complain. They'll complain about the abuse of power of the Democrats, how they're, how they're politicizing the Department of Justice, the justice system in general, but don't do anything about it. They won't do anything. It's time for us, as just Americans, as New Zealanders, as English residents, as Britons, as French residents, as Germans, and around the world. Look at what's happening in Europe. French. The French farmers are standing up, and they're making a difference. You've seen the meme that shows a boss, a one man whipping everybody, and everybody bowing down. Then you have that one guy that stands up. Then you have two guys standing up. And that leads to five guys standing up. And that goes to 15, 20, 50,000. All it takes, there's more of us than there are them. We have to stand up against the tyranny. In Democrats, yes, this is tyranny. It's absolute tyranny of this regime. It's not an administration, it's not a presidential, it's not a president, it's a regime. This is what you would see in a Stalinistic, in a, in, in a Kim Jong-un in Korea, in North Korea. This is what you would see in Fidel Castro's Cuba, in Maduro's Venezuela. It is now here in America, and it's going 
it's going around the world. And there's only one thing that's going to stop it. That's us. Standing up. As I've said numerous times before, we on the right side of the aisle are, are too complacent. We're too, eh, we'll just let things go and see how, they, how, how it pans out. The Democrats don't do that. They're loud. They're boisterous. They're obnoxious as hell. But you know what? They get their agendas. They, they complete their agendas. There's no way, no way in God's green earth, trans men should be letting or should be let into classrooms to tell stories. What is that doing? What is that proving? I'm telling you, back when I went to school, that would not have flown. And, it, it, and it's, it's just mm, infuriating to me how many people think that's appropriate. It's not appropriate. There's two genders. You, wanted, you, you, you liberals kept telling us to follow the science, trust the science during COVID. Well, I'm trusting the science. There's two genders, a male and a female. There's not a Z. There's not a they. There's not a the or whatever the hell it is. It's a male and a female. But, but that's bigoted, apparently. That's, you know, I'm a homophobe. I'm a transphobe. Whatever the hell you want to call it, that's what I am. So be it. There's two genders, a male and a female. If you want to change your gender, fine. But it is not my responsibility. If you look like a guy, for me to call you a she. That's not my responsibility. You are what you are. When they dig up your bones in 100, 200 years, if you're a woman that transitioned to a man, guess what? They're going to say you're a woman. Because women are built different. They have childbearing hips. Men don't. You can change how you look. You can change your genitals. You can't change who you were born with or born to be. And there is a concerted effort on the Democrat side to, to make this normal. And it's not normal. Not even close. All right. I was going to take a break, but I'm just going to move on to the last segment of the show. We're running late as it is. And I've got a bunch of questions. I got this from Vega Star on X that sent me this and said, hey, I'm going to post this, but, you know, I love the show. Throw this out to your listeners and see what they say. So I'm going to give you a list of questions. And I want your answer to some of these. You don't have to answer all of them. There's going to be quite a few, and I don't expect you to answer all of them, but I want you to answer some of them. You can send me your answers to theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. And these are just questions that we need to ask ourselves. The first one is, what is an Egyptian pyramid doing on the U.S. dollar bill? Why is there an Egyptian pyramid on the U.S. one dollar bill? Why did 56 countries sign a treaty not to take risks or enter Antarctica? We're going to talk about that in upcoming shows about what's going on in Antarctica. And on top of that, why do planes never fly over Antarctica? Would it be a faster route or is there something they're hiding? How did NASA, quote unquote, lose the photos of the moon landing, which is one of the most important moments for humanity? How do you lose those? 
If Neil Armstrong was the first person to walk on the moon, who held the camera? Why are there pictures of him trapezing down the ladder? Ask yourself that. Have you, have you even thought about that? Who took the photo or video of Neil Armstrong going down the ladder of the lunar module onto the moon? Was Neil Armstrong the first person on the moon? In that question, in why haven't we gone back to the moon? We've sent modules. We just sent another one here. Uh, the U.S. just landed another module on the moon. But why, haven't man, why hasn't man gone back to the moon? And I've asked this per, per, or this particular question multiple times. I asked this to my third grade teacher. She started talking about evolution. And I was listening to what she was reading from the book, and I raised my hand and pissed her off because I simply said, if monkeys evolved into humans, why are there still monkeys? Doesn't that contradict, contradict the law of evolution? Usually when you evolve from something into something else, the former evolution no longer exists. So does that negate evolution? I don't know. Why does 95% of our DNA exist as junk? And I say that in parentheses. And who decided it was actually garbage? I've said it a million times over the course of the 12 years of this show. We think as a human race, we know everything. We don't know anything. How do we know that 95% of our DNA is junk? I, I am a firm believer that if... It's there. It's there for a reason. The only thing on this planet that I have not seen that has a reason for being here is mosquitoes. And I'm sure there's a reason somewhere. And that reason might be to piss me off. And they're doing a good job of it. The next question. How do forest fires melt cars but leave trees intact? We've seen it in California. We've seen it in Hawaii. We've seen large swaths of areas where there's just just devastation and cars melted. Tires melted, the metals melted off, the plastics melted off, but there's trees standing right next to it. How does that happen? What is a national debt? If there's a borrower, there must be a lender. That's how debt works, right? If you're in debt, you're borrowing, borrowing money from somebody. So, what is national debt? Who is the lender? How is it that the so-called national debt has increased despite tax increases? Where does the taxpayer's money go? Well, I can answer that one. It goes to Ukraine. It goes to money laundering throughout all political parties. Why is alcohol and tobacco poisoning considered normal in referred to simply drinking and smoking. Why are alcohol and tobacco shown in almost all shows in movies? I mean, alcohol's a poison. It poisons your body. It's like chemo. Smoking's the same thing. But we normalize that. Why? I can answer that too. Because the alcohol and tobacco lobbyists are very powerful. And they want their, they want their product out there in front of everybody. And the, and the 
government officials in this country and around the world, they want money. They want power. And they will do anything to get it. And that is, you know, sell poison to the masses. And lastly, and this is the big one, because there's a there's an epidemic on every single thing I'm going to talk about here. But if we are more progressive and informed than ever before, why do we have the highest rates of obesity, cancer, and heart disease, not to mention depression? Shouldn't we be at this point immortal because we're so progressive or maybe being progressive doesn't cure all our ills i don't know you tell me that was that was some of the questions that vegas star sent me and said hey just send this out to your listeners see what they think so do myself and vegas star a favor by sending me an email on any one of these questions. You can do multiple questions. You can do one. You can do them all if you want to be ambitious. But send me your answers to the paranormalpatriot at yahoo.com and I will, I'll read them on the air because I really want to know what everybody thinks. This is These were perplexing questions that, you know, there's no right or wrong answer maybe. There's just unknown answers. So, hey, before we end the show, Justin, I got, I've, I've been receiving all your emails. It's just been crazy. Work has been going crazy. Um, I haven't been feeling real well lately, so I apologize. I haven't talked to you. But, yes, Justin, a great listener here where I live in Owasso, Michigan, Corona, Michigan area. Yeah, the migrants are here, too. We see them. They're all over the place. And if you haven't seen them, they're coming coming to an area where you live. Karen in New Zealand, man, thank you for all of the information you send me. And if you have anything, anybody else out there, if you have anything you want to send me, contact me either at the Paranormal Patriot Podcast at Facebook or contact me at the Paranormal Patriot at Yahoo.com. Let me know what you want to hear on this show. This show is for you, but again, if you want to hear more paranormal, I haven't heard anything from my paranormal patriots um, about wanting to hear more about paranormal topics, but the shows are doing well, and I think it's because people are starting to realize we're in a lot of... this, This planet is running the risk of being overrun by globalists and they don't like that because if we're overrun by globalists there is going to be an elite group of people that have the power and the rest of us have nothing we will have nothing and we will enjoy it per klaus schwab so i hope you enjoyed the show this week um again flying by the seat of my pants the news is coming hot and heavy so Let me know if you want to hear anything. You have been listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I will talk to you next week. Only love keep me alive, only love keep me alive, oh